Praise the Lord. Well, tonight, lift up the hands which hang down. Lift up the hands which hang down. Perhaps the Holy Spirit will be able to start a new work in you tonight. Maybe it hasn't been your manner to lift hands before the Lord, or you don't understand the implications fully, but tonight, maybe the Lord will start a new work in your life as we look at the word of the Lord. So let's begin with Hebrews chapter 12, 12 to 13. Bible says, wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Let it rather be healed. Wherefore lift up the hands which hang down, the Bible says. Lifted hands before the Lord is an expression and a way to magnify the Lord and also a way of strength, a way of prevailing prayer that's upon our lives. Sometimes, you know, our hands can feel very heavy. Maybe through sorrow or disappointment or weariness or simply routine of Christian life and discipleship. discipleship. But the Lord says, lift up the hands which hang down. And if God says it, we better get on with it whether we feel like it or not because there's a blessing in it. The blessing of lifted hands before the Lord. You say, well, what's that going to do? Well, it might surprise you. It will surprise you what the Lord will do in your life if you begin to lift your hands with power and strength before him. So maybe you're here tonight and your hands are hanging down and they seem heavy. I trust the Holy Spirit and these scriptures will minister to you. The Bible says that Joseph, as a young man, that the archers shot at him. They hated him. The enemy was against him because of the purpose and the calling upon his life. But the Bible says the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. So we're looking to God himself to strengthen us tonight. Lift up the hands which hang down. Psalm 134, 1 to 3. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye his servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord, Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord that made heaven and earth. Bless thee out of Zion. Bible says lift up your hands and bless the Lord. And the Lord is going to bless you out of Zion. The Lord delights in the praises of his people. He loves to see our hands lifted before him as we magnify and praise him. If we get on with obedience, he'll get on with blessing that's the kind of Lord he is. He's waiting for our response, and we know that we serve the Lord together in his spirit with him. Nehemiah 8, 6 says, And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. Then all the people answered, Amen, Amen, while lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground, while lifting up their hands, bowing their heads and worshiping the Lord. Psalm 141, verse 2. Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Here's the sacrifice, Lord, the lifting up of my hands. And when we lift up our hands, we surrender ourselves to the Lord. The Bible says that our worship and our prayer and our offering ascends as a sweet fragrance before the Lord, as incense 
to the very holy of holies in heaven to bless the Lord our God. The lifting up of our hands as the evening sacrifice. Psalm 63, 3 to 5. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Lift up the hands which hang down. Lift up hands in the presence of the Lord and bless the Lord God. And the Lord who made heaven and earth will bless you out of Zion. Lamentations 2.19. Arise, cry out in the night. At the beginning of the watches, pour out your heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift your hands toward him for the life of your young children. That's what the Lord says. Lift up your hands for the life of your children and call on the name of the Lord. As hands are lifted, there is a prevailing power. There is a worship. There is a surrender. There is an action that takes place in the spirit. Lift up the hands which hang down. Strengthen the feeble knees so that you're not turned out of the way, but that you rather are healed. 1 Timothy 2.8. The Apostle Paul said, this is the apostolic teaching, I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, that is, in all the churches, lifting up holy hands without wrath, frustration, angers, and doubting. No unbelief. Men that are lifting their hands in peace and lifting their hands in power, in a spirit of faith. He said, I desire, therefore, that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands. That's the pattern of the men in the house of the Lord. Hands up, everyone. Hands up. And it's specifically to the men. This isn't the general word for man as mankind, but specifically the man in the house of the Lord. The Apostle Paul said, in all the churches, I want the hands of the man in the air, praising God, worshiping, praying, seeking the Lord. So hallelujah. We have our instruction, don't we? The word of the Lord is clear for us. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Let the men lift their hands in the house of the Lord. The women are already praying, lifting their hands, worshiping. A whole congregation united before the Lord. What a beautiful scene. And the incense rises and the praises of God ascend. And God says, I'm going to pour out my blessing in the house of the Lord. People lifting up their hands for their children. God says, I'm going to strengthen their children. I'm going to bless their children. They're going to walk in power. They're going to walk in my purpose. The power of lifted hands. Hallelujah. Well, let's go to Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 to 16. Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. 
And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book, and recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. One day the war will be over. One day every foe will be crushed, and we'll be living in eternal righteousness in a new heavens and new earth. But till that day, there's a battle. And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner, my military flag of victory. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. And here we are in our generation, and the warfare is on. And when Moses lifted his hands, Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hands, Amalek prevailed. Lift up, the Hebrews writer says, lift up the hands which hang down. I will that the men pray in all the churches, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. These scriptures are flowing together to give us the mind and the understanding of the Lord. Now Exodus chapter 17 is the greatest illustration that we have concerning the lifting of hands and Christian victory. The enemy wants to get our hands down. The enemy wants to keep our hands down because when our hands are down, as this scripture clearly shows, he pushes against us. He can hinder. He can encroach. He can gain some advantage over us. But when our hands are up, he's pushed back. He's not only held at bay, he's pushed back. The enemy wants to keep us from the inheritance of the Lord. He wants to keep us from advancing, from moving. He came to stop Israel in their advancement in the purposes of God. Now, Rephidim means shrinking the hands, to weaken or slacken the hands. Amalek came and fought with Israel. It's Amalek who came and said, we're going to get these people's hands down. We're going to wear Moses out. We're going to wear out the ministry of the saints. We're going to wear out the leaders. Because if we can get their hands down, we're going to be able to push them back. And we're going to be able to take the land as we want. Amalek means warlike. It represents Satan. Satan wants to stop the advance of the church, of the kingdom, of the ministry. Satan wants to keep the people of God from the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey, the land full of the goodness of the Lord. He wants to keep a people stranded in the wilderness. See, we're out of Egypt, but have we come into the promised land? Have we come into the fullness of the blessing of the Lord, where we live a land in a land of delight and victory, a land that's truly flowing with milk and honey? 
The enemy says, I want to strand the people in the wilderness. I wonder how many believers are stranded in the wilderness. They're born again. The blood of the lamb is on them. They're out of Egypt, but they just seem to be pushed around by the devil. Lift up the hands which hang down. Lift up the hands which hang down. Hands up, victory. Hands down, defeat. Now we know we are labors together with God, that we cannot sit idly by in this warfare, but that we must involve ourselves with God, with his weapons. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they are not of human means, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The weapons of our warfare, we don't put our strength in our flesh, our trust in our flesh, what we can muster up in ourselves. We resign ourselves. Say, Lord, here we are. We've got our hands up. We've got the weapons of our warfare, and we're going to move forward with you, and God will give victory to his people. Lift up the hands which hang down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the way of the Lord, so I encourage it tonight. Again, Exodus chapter 17, 11 to 13. You know, if you're not sure about the lifting up of hands or how the tenacity should be in your heart toward the Lord in his presence, read this chapter a few times until the knowledge of God becomes pleasant to your soul. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And he, when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Now, it didn't matter if Moses got weary and tired. It was still critical that his hands were kept up. That's how strategic this battle was, and so it is in our lives. We may become weary. We may be fighting the battles of the Lord, but we need to keep our hands up in victory and calling on the name of the Lord. Lift up the hands which hang down. Aaron and Hur came alongside and strengthened and lifted up his hands. The Bible says, so Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Listen to Exodus 17, 16. In one translation, the ERV, Moses said, I lifted my hands toward the Lord's throne. So the Lord fought against the Amalekites as he always has. A hand has touched the throne. Hands lifted in power. Hands lifted in anointing. Hands lifted in the spirit of faith. That is the way of the Lord for us. Like Moses' hands, our hands need to touch the throne. Such a prevailing, such a persistence in us that we receive the warfare of heaven on our behalf and God fights our battles. Warfare for the name of the Lord. Warfare for the name of the Lord. I lifted my hands, therefore the Lord gave victory that day. Aaron and Hur, two brothers in Christ. 
came alongside Moses, which leads to this next point. Sometimes we need to lift the hands of others, lift up the hands which hang down, to lift up our brothers' and sisters' hands like Aaron and Hur. Sometimes, like Moses, we become weary in the, in the battles of our life. Maybe there's things going on in the home or in the occupation, things spiritually, and we become weary and we become tired. Isn't it wonderful to have a Christian brother or sister or two come alongside and begin to lift up your hands and begin to pray for you and begin to call on the name of the Lord, support, strengthen, encourage. You know, it's so easy to get a wrong discernment and judge somebody after the flesh, after the seeing of the eyes. It's easy to take up a criticism and look at a brother or sister and really take up a suspicion and a false report about them in their weariness, in their tiredness, in what they're facing, in the strain upon their life. You know, Moses wasn't tired because he hadn't been battling. He was tired because he had. And what a difference that is. Some people might have looked up the hill and said, Moses is done. We need a new leader. We need a new pastor. We need a new spiritual leader in this department or that. That person is tired. They're, they're done. Let's find somebody new. Thank God for people like Aaron and her that can discern what's going on in the kingdom and in spiritual realms, and they know what is taking place in the spiritual battle and how people feel and how fatigued they can become by the warfare of the enemy and by the strain of circumstances. And here Aaron and her, they came alongside Moses in kindness, in courage, in faith, and they lifted up his hands. And the Bible says his hands were steady till the going down of the sun and the enemy was defeated that day and there was victory not only in Moses' situation but for the entire congregation of the Lord because two men knew how to lift up the hands of others. They could have said, it's Moses' battle. Let him fight it through. Truth is, Moses didn't even ask for help. But these men discerned something that was going on in the spirit. And they said, we need to help this brother and this sister out. And how beautiful it is when we come alongside brothers and sisters and strengthen their hands in God and lift them up. And maybe tonight as this word is going forth, the Holy Spirit is nudging your heart about a brother or sister or somebody you know, and you know they're discouraged, and you know they're beaten down by the devil, and you know, I can strengthen that person in God. I'm going to give a call. I'm going to give a text. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to lift up this brother or sister and strengthen them in the power of the Holy Spirit. What a beautiful, beautiful opportunity we have. David and his covenant brother Jonathan, David fleeing from Jonathan's father, King Saul. King Saul wanted to kill him and take him out. And David is in the rocks and the hills and the forest, out in the wilderness areas of Judea and Israel, trying to escape 
the 3,000 elite warriors of King Saul that at times went to pursue him. David is out there despairing of his life. He's weary. Warfare has been hard. But one day, as he's in one of the forests, his covenant brother Jonathan, who took his life into his own hands, went out into the forest because he knew David was in a certain area, and he searched through the forest, and he found his brother David. And the Bible says he strengthened his hand in God. He strengthened his hand in God, and he slipped back out of the forest and went back to Saul's army. But what a day that was for David. What an encouragement. And that's how we are sometimes. All of a sudden, we slip in, and we bring help, and we bring life, and we encourage somebody that's struggling and somebody that has a fallenness in their soul. And we bring joy, and we bring a word of encouragement and comfort. Oh, may God make us like Aaron and her and lift up the hands of those that hang down. Well, let's have the worship ministry come, and let's close out with Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 10, and verse 12. The Bible says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. A husband will lift up his wife. Maybe she's struggling. There is some warfare. Wife will lift up her husband. Father and mother will lift up a child. Don't know what they're facing at school all day long. Sometimes they get a little weary, and instead of coming down on them, you discern the battle that's against them. The enemy would try to discourage. The enemy would try to take them out, break them down while they're young, but you discern it. And you're there, and you're lifting their hands, and you're praying over them, and you're calling on God, saying, son, daughter, let's lift our hearts toward the Lord. Let's, let's, let's lift our hands toward the Lord. Let's begin to bless the Lord tonight. It's not easy growing up. It's not easy being a teenager. All the changes in the body, all the changes in life, pressures, the advancement, the future. Let's strengthen our family. Let's strengthen our sons and daughters. Let's strengthen our spouses, our husband, our wife. Let's strengthen our families. Let's strengthen our brothers and sisters in Christ and lift them up. Lift up the hands which hang down. Two are better than one. For if one fall, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord, a Moses, an Aaron, and a Hur. A man, a woman, and their God. A father, a mother, and a child. A threefold cord is not quickly and not easily broken. Hallelujah. Tonight, let's lift up the hands which hang down. According to the word of God, lift up the hands which hang down. Lift up your own hands and lift up the hands of those around you, brothers and sisters in Christ. We all have a sphere of influence. You know, Aaron and her were near Moses. People out on the battlefield or far removed from them in relationship 
They wouldn't have been able to be at his side. So we go to those to whom we are near. Those we have a relationship with. Those that we know about, their ministry, their calling, their purpose. We lift them up and strengthen them. And there is a great victory for the Lord. Moses called, built an altar and called it Jehovah Nissi, the Lord our banner, the Lord our military flag of victory because of the great name of the Lord that was revealed in that day and in that battle. Let's stand before the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Lift up the hands that hang down. If you're in the heat of the battle tonight, lift up the hands that hang down. They may seem heavy. It might feel like it's the last thing I want to do right now is lift up my hands, but I'm going to lift up my hands and I'm going to believe God for victory. And that enemy that's been pushing against me and trying to drive me back, he's going to start backing up now. I'm going to repel him by the power of God. I'm going to bring some strength into my family. I'm going to bring some strength into my friendships. I'm going to bring some strength into my sons and daughters. I'm going to lift up the people of God, and we are going to go as a mighty army, and we're going to take the promised land, and we're going to drive out the enemies, and we will live in the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Our God reigns.